What does barbecue mean to you? It's all about family. Good food. Summertime and friends. Of nostalgia. A whole lot of tasty. Soul-filling, belly-filling goodness. All of my favorite foods. A cultural touchstone. For me, it's a tether to the people who came before me. Getting together with family and friends. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. This is episode number 181, and I sure do appreciate you all listening in. I first started chatting with this week's guest over a year ago when planning was just underway for building their new restaurant. About 10 months later, that spot opened up and he and his team have been cranking out amazing looking barbecue, burgers, fried chicken, and more. Their location even includes a separate bakery operation. The plan had been to do this interview in person at the restaurant, but some wintry roads got in our way a couple of, uh, uh, it got in the way of our trip a couple of weeks back. But uh, via the magic of Zoom and the internet, chef Jesse Cole from Hometime Barbecue and Bakery in Brooks, Alberta, joins me on this episode. The best sauce on the planet. Friends, I've been telling you about Sticky Fix from Motley Q for a while now. It was recently named the 2021 Best Sauce on the Planet at the American Royal World Series of Barbecue Sauce Contest. Sticky Fix will be your new go-to, perfect for the whole family. Believe me when I say it, this stuff goes great on everything from quick grilled chicken to a 16-hour slow-smoked pork butt. Joe and Jess from Motley Cure Mainstays on the Canadian competition barbecue scene, and their years of culinary and competition experience shine through in all of their products. They put lots of time and careful attention into each item, and they love how barbecue brings people together. Barbecue is a big part of their family, and they want to help everyone make it a part of theirs too. Motley Q sauces and seasonings are crafted to deliver high-quality flavor to all barbecue dishes. From beef, chicken, and pork to wild game and vegetables, they've got a sauce or seasoning fit for any dish or occasion. Visit motleyq.ca, that's M-O-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-E dot C-A, to see their full lineup and get your bottle of the best sauce on the planet. Listeners of the Eat More Barbecue podcast can use the discount code EATMOREQ to save 15% off your order. That's discount code E-A-T-M-O-R-E-Q-U-E at motleyq.ca. Welcome back, everybody, another episode of the podcast. And uh, via Zoom, unfortunately, not uh, face-to-face as had been the original plan. Uh, really excited to be here with a new... Uh, Part of the uh, the Alberta Barbecue Trail, as I like to say, the a new restaurant here in Alberta, newish, I guess they've been going for a few months here now. Uh, from Brooks, Alberta, Jesse Cole from Hometime Barbecue and Bakery. Uh, Jesse, how are you doing this evening? Thanks for uh, joining me here. I'm doing great, and thanks for having me. It's yep. a pleasure to be here. We had had uh, plans this past Saturday for uh, my daughter and I to come by the restaurant and uh, have some lunch and uh, sit down with you, but. Uh, Weather got in the way, and uh, the roads were a little slick, so we weren't able to do that. But uh, glad we could make this work, and uh, we'll certainly make that uh, trip out to Brooks before too long. Anytime, man. Yeah. Anytime. Looking, I'll be happy to have you. Absolutely looking forward to it. Uh, first question I ask everybody, Jesse, is uh, what does barbecue mean to you? You know, um, it, I guess it's kind of hard to explain, I think. Well, for me, barbecue kind of, it, it's taken my my career, my cooking career, uh, kind of full circle for me. Um, when I was in high school, one of my, uh, I had a job in high school. I worked at, uh, a Ukrainian butcher shop. So counter service deli counter. And, uh, we did, we just basically did everything in house. We made pepperoni and lunch meat and jerky and ham and 
fresh sausage and you know we process wild game and all that kind of stuff so it's kind of that was my first intro into like smoking meat yep but it's different you know like it's it's you working you're at a deli so you're making pepperoni Mm -hmm. and those kind of things right yeah and then, then from there i went to cooking school and i did all this stuff and then uh when i got a chance to start cooking barbecue again it really had taken me kind of back to that and i was like wow here i am cooking smoking meat again but you know in in its truest form and uh yeah yeah so it it had taken me right back to that so for i think really like what does barbecue mean for me it's you know i think it's just uh it's just something that i enjoy doing and and getting to kind of like cook for people and and really like you know cooking what you want to cook right on yeah absolutely yeah where did uh, where did you grow up, uh, Jesse? Where's home for you? So I've actually lived uh, I've lived all over Canada. I, I was born and raised in uh, Campbell River, BC. Okay, and then, uh, I lived there until I was a teenager, and then my parents we started moving around. So I spent a little bit of time in in Yellowknife, Ontario, uh, Yellowknife, yep. and then we moved to Northwestern Ontario, and oh. and I spent a long time there in uh, in a place called Red Lake, Ontario. Okay, yeah, yeah. My uh, yeah. My, my stepdad's from Fort Francis, so ah uh, yes, yeah. So I know that yeah. know the area a little bit. So yeah, for sure. Awesome. So like I, uh, I I lived there until I was till I finished high school, and then I went to cooking school on. Uh, the east coast so okay. i moved to charlottetown i lived there for like nice. three years nice did some stuff out there and then and then i uh after cooking school i moved to calgary okay yeah and then so i worked there for a couple of years and then i ended up moving out to uh victoria bc and i was right. there for about 12 years and right. then and then we uh and then we made our way back to brooks awesome. uh last year in 2020 and you were cooking with uh, with Jones uh, in Victoria. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't uh, sure if I had got to uh, if if we we'd put that together or not. But um, I wanted to make sure I'd give a big shout out to Chris Jones yeah. at Jones Barbecue. Yep. And because uh, you know, without him, I wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. And uh, a lot of that, when I say it's like, he started cooking barbecue, and we had worked together for a while before okay. that. Yep. Um. But it was just, uh, it was just something so new for me. Yeah. And and when I got the opportunity to do it with them, it did like, it was just crazy to learn it because it it took and it flipped all my intuition and instincts kind of on on its head. Right. You know, like I could we you can cook prime rib, and you can do all these things. Um, but then when you start and you you think you know everything until you you know you go try and cook like. A, a few briskets yep. <laughs> and, and uh it's just not the same man yeah, brings you yeah it brings you back to earth pretty quick yeah yep. yeah absolutely so yeah i did that for a couple of years with them yep and uh and then just everyone's 2020 rolled around everything yep. changed we had another kid on the way and we were just like well what are we what are we gonna do so yep, yep. we uh we packed up and headed to alberta so why uh why brooks well, my wife's from here. Ah, okay, yeah. So she's born and raised. Grandma and Papa are here. Perfect. Uh, we had no family in Victoria. Yeah. And uh, lots of friends and a great network there. Sure. But uh, ultimately, yeah. it was like let's let's get the let's get the kids closer to the family. Well, it's nice when you got yeah. young ones to have some help around as well and that sort of thing, right? So. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. 
So what, uh, I guess, where'd the cooking bug come from originally for you? What got you into that? <laughs> it was, uh, it was something, uh, like my, my dad, he worked in the mining industry right. and, uh, so he would be away at camp and then he'd come home for a few weeks, you know, he'd be gone for six weeks, home for two, that kind of thing. Right. And, uh, so when he would come home, it would be, it'd be leisure time, barbecues, friends, get, get togethers and all that. Sure. And, uh, so it started with his interest in, in cooking. Nice. And then, uh, I wasn't the best kid in high school. <laughs> and, uh, so one of my first jobs was washing dishes yep. and, uh, I had this interest to in cooking from, from home mm-hmm. and, uh, it was just kind of something I picked up really quick Nice. and, uh, and I, I would, you know, I guess like excelled at it. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like, it was just kind of the one thing that I was actually, uh, started to find some talent in. Nice. Um, and I enjoyed it. So I just ran with it. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, if you, uh, if yeah. Can... Yeah. And then, so after I was washing dishes, I got the job at the meat shop through, through like a co-op program in high school. Okay, and then, perfect. and then I just decided to take it seriously and go to cooking school right out of high school. And right. Then, and then I just didn't look back from there. Yep. Excellent. And the butcher shop, where was that? Was that in Red Lake or whereabouts was that? Yeah, that was in Red Lake. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Small town, very yeah. small town. Yep. I've yeah. heard, I've heard of it, but, uh, can't say I've ever been through there, but, uh, Good fishing. Yep, that whole area yeah. is. Uh, I grew up in Winnipeg myself, so I'm uh, right. not too far yeah. from that neck of the woods. So but you know all about pickerel fishing, then pickerel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lake yeah. Winnipeg pickerel. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so you you got you came back to Brooks. Um, was the idea always to open your own restaurant there? Or what was the? Yeah, we uh, you know we knew we were gonna. We had wanted to for a while. We had been talking about it. Mm-hmm. We, even when we were in Victoria, we were looking at, you know, we were always kind of looking for an opportunity and, uh, but, um, and we'd talked about it. Like people would tell us, oh, you guys should move to Brooks and open up a steakhouse or this mm-hmm. and that, you yeah. know? And, uh, so when we kind of, we kind of decided we were going to make that plan to, to head out here and, uh, just right away, just started looking for, a, a good spot to actually do it. Yep. And then, uh, we got pretty lucky with finding a location and, uh, and when, once we kind of got the blueprint of it and everything, we decided what we were going to do and it was, let's do a restaurant and, yep. and, uh, and, and a bakery in yeah. there as well. Nice to so have that, cool. uh, that side of it as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty unique. I was at, uh, just on the weekend before we attempted to come out to see you it was up in gem just a little right. west of you there at uh, Gemstone Beef, Grassfed Beef, and they right. they talked about that they'd stopped into the bakery a time or two and picked up a few things. So they were uh, they were raving about the bread and stuff. So yeah, nice. We just did. Uh, there's this um, a fella in Brooks, Sean Sean Beaton. He uh, he just did a big uh, dinner with Gemstone oh, Beef. Nice. Yep. Out at uh, it's called Pivot Spirits in Rolling Hills. Okay. And, uh, so they did like, they did, they did a ticketed event with him and he used our sourdough, uh, for one of his courses yeah, right on. And, and, uh, and was using the gemstone beef. So yeah, when you mentioned you're going out there, I've been meaning like, like I said, I want to just start to really kind of get to know a lot of these farms. I sure. haven't had the chance to lay a lot of that groundwork yet. Yep. Yeah. No, good, uh, good folks there. So it was, uh, mm. 
nice that they were familiar with you as well. And they talked that they'd had uh, picked up some barbecue to go that time or two as well. So very cool. Getting getting rave reviews all over the place. So yes, yes, good, good. <laughs> yeah. um, I love it. Been open what kind of end of May, early June? You opened up. Yeah, we opened the first week of June. Yeah. So, um, oh man, it's I, like I was just counting today. I'm like, I guess it's been six months, pretty much. Yeah, now. getting just about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's been kind of it's it's just crazy. Yeah. It's gone so fast. Have you been involved in restaurant builds previous to this? We've done. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've done a couple it's my first one where i've like got the ownership stake and yeah of course but um, yeah but uh i've had a hand in a few actually right out of cooking school i was part of one but i was so young then where it's you know you just you have your blinders on right so i couldn't imagine what the owners were actually going through whatever somebody whatever somebody's telling you to do you do right yeah you're just doing it right you know trying not to make make any mistake (laughs) stay out of the way uh, yeah, and then um, when we had moved to Victoria mm-hmm. uh, twelve years ago, we had uh, we ended up out there because our chef at the time was uh, he was the executive chef at Catch Restaurant in Calgary. Okay, yeah. And uh, he had come, he had came to us, and he was like, "I'm I'm putting my resignation, and I'm moving to Victoria, and we're gonna be, we're gonna be renovating this hotel." And uh, he's like, in a couple months, once I get settled, there'll be job opportunities if you're interested. Right. And uh, I like walked out of the office that day. Was like, like dead set. Yeah. I'm going. Yeah. And and it was funny because that's where I met Chris too. Ah, perfect. Yep. Yeah. So it was like I got there. I, I got a job as the banquet chef. He was the he was the restaurant manager. And then. Uh, by the time I, I had left, he was the F and B director and had just excelled tremendously mm-hmm. in there. Yep. And uh, our chef had he had moved to Ottawa and stuff like that. And then, yeah. Uh, so that was another one of the openings. And then um, working with with Chris as well, we'd uh, I, I part I helped out when they opened their third restaurant. Oh, their, perfect. Uh, yep. We've got the Rubies. Yep. And then they had Jones Barbecue, so yep. they had opened. The, the second Ruby that I got to be a team part of the team on that. So some, uh, got some, got a little bit of experience going into it then. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by Pitt County barbecue, who is bringing authentic North Carolina style, whole hog barbecue north of the border to Alberta and Canada based out of Edmonton with the ability to travel. Pitt County barbecue will come to your event and cook an entire pig on site using their custom built cooker designed by owner and pit master, Peter Zakuski. Specializing in corporate catering and private events, Pitt County Barbecue brings a unique regional barbecue dining experience. From North Carolina, chopped barbecue pork to Piedmont-style coleslaw. Trust me when I say you've never tasted anything like this before. That meat is so good you don't even need sauce. Peter is truly inspired by the South. His attention to detail and quality is second to none. From delicious food to amazing customer service, make sure to book Pitt County Barbecue for your next event. Also, check out their recent web series, Friends of the Pit, on YouTube and follow them on Instagram and Facebook. To book your event, visit their website at pittcountybbq.com. That's P I T County BBQ.com. Talk about maybe some of the challenges you experienced, uh, you know, from the, from the get go with securing the spot up into, uh, 
getting her all opened. Uh, yeah. Talk I about mean, the experience, I guess, challenges, uh, lessons learned, that sort of thing. For sure. A lot of it, it's, uh, I guess in a way I'm kind of glad we, it took a little bit to get the show done so I could reflect on some of mm -hmm. it, but, um, you know, even right from the very beginning was, um, when I, when I had left my position with Jones, it was like COVID happened. Like it was already happening, yep. but it, it locked down like a yeah. week later. And so we were sitting there going, what are we going to do? Mm -hmm. And, uh, we were having the, the baby was on its way. We were, trying to like sell our place, move to another province. No one's supposed to be going anywhere. No one's supposed to be doing anything. Yeah. And uh, so we were, you know, we were pretty cautious for the first little bit, but ultimately it was, let's just stay the course. Yeah. And uh, so we had, you know, we made some trips to Alberta and stuff. So it was, it was navigating all of that too. Well, without getting scared. Yeah. And, uh, and then, um, ultimately find just trying to get our way to Alberta, which did take a few months. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, we, we found our spot and, you know, we were, we were lucky enough where nothing was happening at the time. Mm -hmm. So um, we were kind of, we were kind of just uh, free to do what we were doing. Uh, we're real estate and things like it's, it's, yeah. it's crazy. Even here it's exploding now. Um, but a year ago, nothing was really happening yet. Right. So yep. we got our hands on our location and, uh, just started building. But I think some of the challenges even were, you know, even when we were doing, we were getting our construction quotes, the price of lumber was changing daily. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, by the time we had got materials on site, they were doubling in price yep. or you weren't even able to get them. Um, you know, things like door jams and getting windows to the building and that kind of stuff uh, we're, we're delayed and taking time. And then, you know, you're, you're trying to get a place built before the snow flies last year. Yep. Uh, you know, and we actually got lucky too last year. It was, we had a super mild winter. There wasn't a lot of snow. Like we had the roof off of the building in December. Oh, wow. And, uh, you, you know, and, and we're just trying to get it done before, before Basically, the you know the place fills up with snow. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah, because you know that can come anytime. So, anytime, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 And then it's funny. Even this year, the it was like uh, I've been saying. I'm like, if you want to get into the barbecue game, your firewood game's got to be even better. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, like, I spent all summer trying to like source enough wood where I wasn't dealing with it all in the winter at all. Right. Yep. So, you know, and, uh, and that's been interesting too, which again, you know, I learned all this stuff about wood that I just never thought it would. Yeah. And, uh, and right now it was like, you know, I went and got my first big load of Oak was out of Saskatchewan mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and then I actually started finding some ash and maple and stuff down by Lethbridge. Okay. And, uh, and then it was just getting it all to my place so I could have it all stacked up in my yard. Yep. And then uh, you can deal with it from there. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, lots uh, a lot of things you don't necessarily think about, right? Those some of those uh, things that yeah. once, once you get rolling, it's like, oh yeah, I got to get wood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I had had a line on it, yeah, and we were like two weeks away from opening, 
and I still hardly had any wood. And it was like, okay, like it's crunch time. I'm like, basically it was like, I don't want to drive into Saskatchewan to go get this stuff. I'm super busy. We're trying to get the restaurant open. I'm, I'm yep. getting pulled in three different directions here. Yeah. And uh, it was like, okay, we only got so many days left. Like load up the trailer. Yeah head out there it was like six or seven hours each way Yikes. yeah yeah but i'm so excited yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm completely willing to go a thousand kilometers for a load of wood right yep, yep. <laughs> yeah because i just want to cook barbecue yeah absolutely that's yeah. awesome the things we do eh? yeah yeah exactly <laughs> talk about uh kind of the the menu development uh putting that together with the restaurant yeah i mean we uh it's it was cool because we had the uh i guess we're like we're blessed having the the, the bakery with us too mm, yep uh so they get to uh make basically like all of our buns and our bread nice. and everything like that yep. and then and then just really trying to just stick to everything from scratch you know but uh you know your classic barbecue menu meats by the weight yep followed by meat plates sandwiches and then uh whatever you kind of want to spin off of it from there right uh you know so tacos and poutine and stuff like that yeah but um you know even even now like i love it with with all like the barbacoa and the carnita tacos and stuff that everyone's doing it's yeah. like get to do all of that stuff yeah i've been looking i've seen your pictures with the uh the tacos just look amazing man so yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And uh yeah, it's kind of cool too cuz you know, there's Brooks is a small place, so um you know, and when you come from when you come from a city like Victoria, there's so many restaurants there. There's a mm -hmm. lot of things that happen there, so yep. you kind of get to take the things you were doing there and, and take them to a smaller town and and people not, aren't necessarily used to it. Yeah. You know, like we have a lot of chains here. There's 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 a bunch of small little restaurants here and stuff like that, but yeah. But no one's doing what we do. Well, and I would think in a smaller center like that that maybe isn't used to having a barbecue restaurant. Uh, right. The bakery might be a good way to bring people in, right? Yeah, yeah. Like we were pretty worried, you know, like they don't we were we were worried about opening a counter service restaurant and uh you know what how people might take that yeah you know they, of course we have fast food joints and stuff in town you know there are those are counter service restaurants but mm -hmm. when they when you got a, a new restaurant everyone's talking about or they're excited to see it um you just don't know how they're going to take certain things so. yeah yeah but ultimately it's again it's you know you educating your client tell them what you're doing even um you know i'm like all right how are how are how are people going to react when you run out of things? Yeah. You know, you'd yep. be like, Oh, these guys are idiots. They don't know what they're doing. And I'm like, then you got to, you just explain it to them. It's like, you know, and you get with barbecue being so popular now and, and really getting that foothold. Yeah. You get a lot of people that know what's up. And yeah. then some people you just got to explain. It's like, yep. yeah, I'm really sorry. We, we cook fresh every day. Yeah. You know, and, then, and yeah, it sucks. We're out of ribs right now, but yep. that's the name of the game. Yeah, yeah, they get and as you said, the education getting once people figure that out and uh, they can adjust their schedule a little and make sure they're getting in there before uh, before it's gone, right? So, yeah, yeah, and I think too, like 
just staying active on social media. I get, I get a lot of dialogue back and forth with people like, um, Hey, I saw that special you guys are doing. You, you doing that today? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yes and no. Uh, do you guys got ribs? Uh, you know, can I, can I order that platter that's on your menu? Like, do I need to order in advance? And I'm like, no, like, like some people think it's like, oh, I got to order a day ahead to get, to get a platter of, of meat for four to six people. I'm like, yeah. no, you can, you can have it right now. It's just like, sometimes if you phone me at eight o'clock on a Sunday night, like yeah. I might be out of, you might not right? have it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with the meats, the, the style, which is, is there a specific kind of regional style that you've uh, leaning towards well, or are you kind of bringing in bits from other, obviously, uh, you know? Yeah, I would say you bring in some bits. I mean, we go for that central Texas style. Like yep. we're, we're dry rub brisket, we're yep. dry rub ribs and stuff like chicken and things like that. All right. Um, you know, we're not, not really getting into like a lot of mop sauces or mm. doing uh, like, I've had guys that are like, do you do, you do whole pigs? I'm like, not yet. Yep. Not yet. <laughs> I just got to get the cooker for that. Well, I know, yeah. I know a guy who's, uh, if you, when you're ready. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Like yep. to build one. Yep. Yeah. 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 I, I bought right before we had opened. I was just, I was following, um, Alberta barbecue. Yeah. Jared. Yeah. Jared, 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 yeah, and uh, I ended up buying a small one off of him, yeah, and uh, it kind of satisfied the itch yep. last summer, <laughs> and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would love to get another offset rig going again. Yeah. So that's yeah. I guess uh, that. Was, what are you cooking on there? We've got a Southern Pride rotisserie okay, right yep, now. Yep, and it was funny because uh, Rob had asked me too. He yeah. says. Hey, what are you cooking on in there? So I tell him uh, MLR one fifty. Yep. And he's like, Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know that smoker. Yeah. Like, okay. He's like, He's like, the, and I told him where I'd got it from. He's like, Yeah, that used to be my buddies in Red Deer. Yeah. And I and I'm like, Man, you nailed it. Because yep. I remember the, the, I bought it off of uh, the guy that does Rebel Badass Barbecue Sauce. Okay. Uh, you know who I'm talking about? I don't know. Oh. Uh, um, uh, he um he probably follows you. Um, oh. I can't remember his name. Okay, well I'll look it up. Let's but he does he does barbecue sauce. They were him and his wife. They're uh, in Coleman. Okay, Coleman, Alberta. Yep, just by the crow's nest. Yeah, down and, there. Uh, yeah. yeah, so he he they just uh, he he does barbecue sauce. So he's gone that more like retail route. Yeah, yeah. So he had it posted up, and okay. uh, I just reached out to him picked it up you actually got a great deal off of it and uh um yeah that was i was like okay it's not a huge unit but yeah. i'm like i'm like i know it's good enough to get me open yeah good uh, yeah and, good good quality with the southern pride too you can't go wrong there so yeah and like i'd never cooked on one before sure yeah um yeah because jones you were running offsets out there right yeah yep. yeah and uh so and it was it, the first time i cooked on i was really impressed with it i was yeah. like it's like good little unit and we've we've put a lot of great barbecue out of that thing and uh yeah go ahead was that from dylan and red deer then uh red boar no so i don't he the guy i bought it from he had got it out of red deer okay yep yeah so i don't know exactly okay that's uh yeah it's like i got guys that know more (laughs) than i do (laughs) yeah no and rob knows the southern pride so that's what he cooks on so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah 
Awesome. So yeah, you touched on a few things there with the menu. Uh, some of those, uh, you, you talked about the tacos, you got a few other, maybe not traditional barbecue things going, some, uh, some great yeah. looking burgers. You got the fried chicken. Talk about that stuff a bit. Yeah, we do the fried chicken. It's again, you know, it's, it's trying to have some stuff available for when you do run out of that sure. barbecue. Yep. Uh, you know, if you run out of ribs and brisket at six o'clock on a Friday night, yeah. I'm like, I don't want to close the doors. Yeah. So, um, and again, you know, it's, it's approachable food. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I went and I, I found an, um, when you're looking to build a place, you know, I'm constantly looking at auctions and this and that trying to find equipment. Yep. yep. And uh, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Okay. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, all good. Um, and, uh, I had find, end up finding a finding a, a pressure cooker. Oh, perfect! Uh, fryer. Yep. Yeah, so that was super cool because man, the, the fried chicken that comes out of one of those Henny Penny pressure cookers is just amazing. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just like just just having other offerings for people. Yep. And then uh, we ended up just starting uh, with all our brisket trim. Sure. Yep. And the meat, it's like let's grind it. Yeah. Let's do some burgers. And, uh, yeah, again, you know, like you get people that are not entirely sure what you're up to with barbecue. They're like, yeah. you guys got a steak? No, I don't got a steak. Do you got a burger? Well, we do, we do have a burger on special yep. or it's kind of like, it's like, we, we're going to keep them on the menu, but mm-hmm. it'll just always be on, on special. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, and that's another thing, kind of like the bakery that, you know, the chicken, the, the burger, as you said, familiar items that might get people in the door that wouldn't necessarily come in to try out a barbecue place right and maybe next time they come back they try something else right yeah yeah exactly yeah it's great a uh, great idea just to get get people in there right so yeah yeah awesome so what kind of hours are you running there we do uh we do 11 to 9 in the restaurant side yeah and then the bakery opens up they'd open up at eight a little and they operate yep. eight till uh eight till five or six yeah and generally what happens is while well, the bakery's kind of closing up we keep a deli case stocked up with, you know, all your refrigerated baked goods. Nice. And uh, so it, it's funny, you, your, your bakery is closing up, but the restaurant's filling up for dinner yep. and they all start trickling into the bakery. Of course. And, yeah. uh, now that winter's coming and it's starting to get dark out, it's yeah. like, I think we're going to have to keep it open a little bit later because, yep. you know, but just this dark room over there. Yeah. A little now. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, okay, keep it open. Yeah. It's great, too, because we, we have our dessert items that you have on your barbecue menu, your standard banana pudding and nice. that kind of stuff, right? Yep. But when you got some cinnamon buns and creme brulee tarts or whatever sitting over in the bakery side, yeah. um, it, it, again, it's just something for everyone else. Yeah, that's awesome. Great. Uh, yeah, I've heard of, there's a few places I can think of down in Texas that uh, – are running the bakery in conjunction with the barbecue place and it really they they feed off each other right so yeah yeah yep. i can't remember uh it was one of your podcasts with the guy in, in gilly just outside of winnipeg there's a barbecue joint uh okay there was yeah there was i've done big smoke right I uh, think. blue haze and triple j's I think it was Big Smoke because he does breakfast too, eh? With all yeah. the truckers. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, Rob there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one, and that one was like, uh, 
for me it was like because i know it's i know the area a little bit it's a bit smaller and stuff yep. like that yeah and just hearing the way he operated yeah and, and stuff was like again it was inspiring and uh i'm just like you know if, hearing what they're up to and yeah. everything kind of like really put that plan in motion for us yeah and you know rob's a great guy if you're ever wanting to looking just to talk to somebody get some tips and stuff he'd uh i, I know for sure he'd be able to happy to chat with you and stuff so yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, great. Uh, the the barbecue family, the good people. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yep, awesome. Uh, just before we wrap up, where can folks find you uh, online, social media? The the address there in Brooks. Yeah, um, our website's it's hometime.ca. We just got that up and running. Yeah, uh, and just some of the challenges with opening a business and all that. It's like getting getting all that stuff kind yep. of buttoned up takes time. Yep. Uh, so yeah, hometime.ca, uh, our Facebook page, just hometime barbecue and bakery. The bakery has its own separate social media too, just cause we both have so much content and messages yeah. that we're trying to get out on the daily. Yep. Um, so I think it's just the more avenues we have better. Yep. Um, and then our Instagram twos starting to really build up a lot of it too. It's just, trying to be really active with it, pushing, pushing our specials on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook works really good in Brooks. There's a lot of, I think, I, I don't know why, just a lot of people use it still yep. here. Yeah. And uh, so we, we get a lot of traction off of it. Where, Perfect. You know, depending on how you're operating, some people don't use their Facebook all that much, yep. but yeah. Yeah. And it's helpful when, when your website's not quite ready yet. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, and then our physical address is uh, 703 First Street West, Brooks, Alberta. All right. And then uh, everyone in town knows it as the old Sears building. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So where would you have for a guy just, you know, I don't know. The, I'm sure I've stopped in Brooks before, but uh, passed through many more times than I've stopped. Whereabouts in town are you? Yeah, so like Brooks is the great thing. It's right on the highway. Yeah. Um, and then we're just off the main drag. So we're not quite quite right on there. It's like we're actually kind of hidden. Okay. Um, which kind of makes it fun too. Yep. Um, so we're actually just off the highway, right down the main drag, and we're just behind a gas station. Okay. So and it's, a fast gas station. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so yeah, you you know, you it's again, it's not one of those towns you drive right through when you're on the highway. The yeah. highway does bypass it. Yep. But also, there's only two exits, so yeah. we're 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 two minutes from the highway. Kind of on the on the south side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's yeah. some, some yeah. hotels there when you come uh when you exit right. off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's like the TriStar Hotel there, or whatever yep. it's called. Something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Well, that's great, uh, Jesse. Thanks so much uh, for doing this. Uh, mm-hmm. As soon as we get a couple decent days with some weather, I'll uh, be making that trip out there to try the food out i'm excited to do that so thanks so much for uh taking some time i appreciate it so yeah thank you very much uh i look forward to it yeah the fun thing with it being off the highway too is actually we've had a lot of visitors or people like friends i haven't seen in years oh nice and uh, they're like we were driving we were going from the mountains back out to ontario Ah. we knew your place is here so we had to stop in excellent high school principal uh, <laughs> friends things like that yep. it's been a treat yeah oh, that's awesome that's awesome last yeah, uh so oh, go ahead i was gonna say yeah anytime man just you know let us know when you're coming down we'll sure. be sure be sure to be around yep absolutely 
Last uh, question I ask everybody. It's uh, dinner time. You got the smoker. Uh, maybe you got the Alberta barbecue smoker fired up. What's uh, what's the go-to for you? Oh, man. Uh, I think the last one, when my dad was in town, we didn't use the smoker, but uh, we used the fire pit and we just... Uh, we packed it full of coals mm-hmm. and uh, went and got a big bag of charcoal yep. and uh, a couple big fat ribeyes. Beautiful. And uh, just, you know, put a nice crust on them and just hammered them on that, on the, uh, over those hot coals. Yep. And, uh, you know, just, it was, it was, summer was just finishing up. So it was, everything was out there. It was the potatoes, the veggies, the mushrooms, all that. Beautiful. Right on the fire pit. And uh, that was the last thing we did. But uh, I know I got uh, I got a duck sitting in the freezer too yeah. that I've been just dying to to do on the offset rig. Yeah. I've never, like again, I haven't I haven't cooked a duck on an offset rig before. I don't think yep. so. Oh, right on. Do that, man. Well, you're in a great part of the province for uh, the, the beef and all the uh, all the vegetables that come with it. You're in a great area there, so. Yeah, yeah, it was like uh, even even all of our potatoes lately been coming out of the Bassano, and yep. to me that's actually super cool. Yeah, like, nice to. Yeah, you're in a geographically, you're in a great spot to do, uh, to do a lot of local stuff there, so that's awesome. Yeah, so I just got to actually like get to know get a lot out of there. Those yeah. Stuff. yeah, yep. Well, awesome, Jesse. Thanks so much. Uh, have a great evening. We'll uh, look forward to getting out there and seeing you soon. All right, my man. Thank you. Cheers. Take care. You are listening to Canada's longest-running barbecue podcast, and it is time now for some barbecue news. Brought to you by The Barrel Boss Q, a family-owned and operated small business in Leduc County, Alberta, and the manufacturer of the original Canadian drum smoker. Whether it is in the backyard or on the competition circuit, Kelly Troy and The Barrel Boss Q team are driven by the desire to watch their clients showcase their cooking talents, to slow down a bit, and spend some quality time with family and friends. From entry level all the way up to fully loaded models, Barrel Boss Q has the smokers and accessories you need to be the barbecue boss of your block or maybe get a walk at the next competition. Shipping to customers across Canada and the U.S., Barrel Boss Q spends time talking to their clients to make sure each and every smoker they make is special and meets the needs of the customer. Barrel Boss Q is honored to be a part of their customers' barbecue journeys. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram and visit them online at BarrelBossQ.ca, B-A-R-R-E-L-B-O-S-S-Q.ca. Check out their entire lineup of smokers, including the brand new Grizzly model. One very, very sexy looking cooker, folks. Tell them you heard about them on the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. Friends, what's your favorite method for grilling steak? I've done the reverse sear thing a few times, and the results have been okay. Traditionally, I've always started, uh, started steaks over high heat on the grill, to get that sear and then move them to lower heat to finish, flipping once, maybe twice. Lately, though, I've had some great success with the just keep flipping method, where you cook the steak over direct heat but flip it every minute or two until the desired doneness is reached. This method slowly builds up that sear or the crust you want on the outside and gives you a nice even cook throughout the steak like you get with the reverse sear method, but in less time. The downside is that you need to be at the grill flipping regularly so you can't leave them for any length of time. If you are a fan of the reverse sear method or want to know more about it, check out the December 14th episode of the Barbecue Central Show, where Barbecue Hall of Famer Meathead spends almost an hour with Greg discussing the science behind the reverse sear method. Also, if you aren't already a regular listener to the Barbecue Central Show, you're missing out. Greg Grumpy does the two-hour show live every Tuesday night and then releases it in podcast form later in the week. 
This is the OG in the barbecue podcast game, and he has a great stable of regular guests. Check out the Barbecue Central Show. Took a look at the KCBS Events website for Canada in 2022 and was quite excited to see that it was already starting to fill up. Beginning with Ottawa's Capital Barbecue Festival on May 21st and 22nd, the following weekend here in Alberta is the Porkapalooza Edmonton Barbecue Festival, and our Double Aces Backyard Barbecue team plans to be there. Back for a second year is Smoke, Wind, and Fire in Lethbridge, Alberta, on July 16th and 17th, and on August 13th and 14th, it's the Atlantic Canada Championship Barbecue Festival in Clare, Nova Scotia. I'll be keeping an eye on the calendar and will update you all as more events are added. Thanks again to Jesse from Hometime Barbecue and Hometime Bakery in Brooks, Alberta. I can't wait to get out there to try their barbecue for myself, and I am sure it will be just as good as I've been hearing about. Be sure to stop by and check them out for yourself if you're around the Brooks, Alberta area, and give them a follow on Instagram. Thanks for listening in, everybody. Please drop me a line, let me know what you think about the changes to the show. You can follow Eat More Barbecue on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and be sure to subscribe to the show on whatever podcast app you're using. And I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. You can find me online at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at albertabbqtrail.ca where you'll find a listing of barbecue joints in Alberta and uh, gives you the chance to get out there and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out and show your local barbecue joints some love. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next week and keep on smoking. Mm-hmm.